Kids would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. This episode is brought to you by the City of Melbourne. Welcome to our second episode of Story Kids, where we talk to young people about their original stories and bring them to life with amazing actors, music and sound. I'm Verity. And I'm Amelia. And today we have a story created in collaboration. Edo and Gabs are brother and sister, and together they've written us a story called That Strange Night. Edo is 10 and Gabs has just turned 8, and they both love graphic novels and alien stories. As you can imagine then, their story involves a set of siblings who have the interesting names Harold and Pimpy, and what happens when they come up against a very strange alien. We caught up with Edo and Gabs on Zoom, so you might hear some bumps and scrapes as they turn to talk to each other and then back to us. Hi, I'm Gabs, uh, and I'm seven, turning eight in two days. Hi, I'm Edo, um, and I'm ten years old. We found an idea, and we sort of were looking at pictures on the internet, and we sort of um, bounced ideas off each other and stuff. Well, there's this app that you can find it's called Poggle 365 and it's like it's got um all um one picture for for every um sort of date um for, for the year and you can like have a look at all of them and yeah we thought we found this one of this house being uprooted from the ground and we started to relate our story to that and stuff so tell me about the setting. So we've obviously talked about how you saw this picture of this uprooted house, but then you decided to set it in London. Why did you decide to do that? Well, it sort of came to my head that normally in London it's always mostly grey skies and raining and, yeah, it just seemed like a perfect setting. Would you like to do some illustrations yourself for the story? Yeah, but, like, how would you get, um, so you wouldn't obviously get drawings into the audiobook because that... Yeah. No, yeah. but we could publish, we could show some drawings online. Oh. If you guys, uh, if you guys had come up, we could put some drawings on social media to show people the way you saw some of the characters in your head maybe. Okay, yeah, that actually sounds good. Great. Yeah. All right, we'll do that then. So that's your next project, to do some awesome drawings, hey? You guys mentioned in the story that Harold and Pimpy like alien stories and horror stories. Do you guys like those stories as well? Yeah, mostly, but my sister, a bit more, she likes comedy. And, yeah, I like to read graphic novels also because they've got good pictures and... I also like chapter books like Harry Potter, but it's just when I, I you know, feel like um, lying down, I just get my graphic novel and start reading. And Gabs, what about you? What what do you like to read? Um, probably graphic novels, but sometimes books like maybe adventure books, whatever it is. Um, I really like um. The graphic, you know, Smile and, yeah, those ones, they're really good. How did you feel when you were writing, when you were coming up with these ideas and working together? 
We felt pretty good because we thought the story was coming together a lot. One question. Mm. Do you think it should still be um, one chapter? I think it should. Just so we can keep on going with the story. I think that sounds absolutely great. And I reckon kids who are listening to it might want to know what's happened next. So maybe we can check in with you guys and see how Harold and Pimpy are travelling with this alien. Thank you so much for writing that story for us. I love the idea that maybe it's just a first chapter and we're going to hear some more from these characters and from you guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. We were incredibly lucky to have the amazing Virginia Gay narrate and perform That Strange Night all the way from Los Angeles in the United States. That Strange Night. Written and edited by Eduardo and Gabriella. The city of the uprooted started to glow. The sewer pipes rattled violently. The houses of London ripped out of the ground and lifted to the sky into the rainy night. And this is how it all started. Harold and Pimpy were happy kids, but since the weird glow and rattling happened, everything became dim. Pimpy and Harold's parents got sucked into a crater like most of the other people in London. Not a very pleasant death, you would imagine. Now the city was just dust, rubbles and broken concrete for miles. They started to wonder what had caused this. It couldn't just be an earthquake. There had been no earthquakes in London for years. And no earthquake would be that powerful. Harold and Pimpy's house had exploded when all the weird levitating had stopped and everything had dropped from the sky, so they were now trying to find shelter. And they knew that they were lucky to have survived that strange night anyway. The apocalypse! Before the incident, Harold and Pimpy would always walk their dog woof to the park, and it would be one of their favourite things to do over the summer. The dog would walk just by their side, so it was just the three of them walking around the streets of London. These days, they had other things to think about. They loved to watch alien movies and horror films, so they couldn't help but think aliens were causing all the problems. Every night, they stayed awake thinking of that strange moment. On one of those occasions, they heard a noise. And Harold said to Pimpy, What do you think it was? Wolf saw something moving in the shadows and started to growl, alerting the kids. Pimpy and Harold were staring into the darkness. A figure was coming closer. It became more detailed in the light of the shelter and seemed very suspicious. The man was wearing a dark pair of shades and a black suit with a white bow tie and hat shading his face from view. But his belly was huge and bulging, and his suit looked like it could burst at any second. They hoped that the man could not see them in the darkness of the shelter, but he was coming closer and closer. What could they do? They warned him. Stay back! We know Taekwondo! 
<laughs> he said. They started to get to their feet quickly and burst through the back wall with all their might. They ran as fast as their little legs could carry them behind a pile of debris. They were running so fast they couldn't even feel their legs. The air smelt of putrid blackness. The man was peering out from behind another pile of debris with his black, gloomy eyes. What do you have to do with any of this? Asked Pimpy and Harold. Everything went silent. The man had now gotten very angry. Green started to pop up on his face. Then it was all over him. And soon he had turned into the biggest alien that you could possibly imagine. Pimpy and Harold grabbed bits of scrap metal and cardboard and quickly made themselves a sword and shield each and ran at the alien. Now they understood what had happened and everything fitted together so well. But as soon as they came near the man, he disappeared into thin air and dust. Now it was just the three of them. Pimpy, Harold, and Wolf, in the ruins of their city. We hope that Edo and Gab's story has sparked your imagination. If you'd like to see the original image from Popple 365 that gave Edo and Gab's their idea, get your favourite grown-ups to head to our pages on Facebook or Instagram. We'll also pop up some of their drawings for you to check out too. Make sure you tune in next week to hear a story all about sushi. Story Kids was written and created by me, Amelia Christo and Verity Hunt-Ballard and produced by Russell Goldsmith. Many thanks to Virginia Gay and to our creators, Edo and Gabs. This episode was brought to you by the City of Melbourne's COVID-19 Arts Grant. Thanks for listening. And remember, there are so many ways to be a story kid. Story Kids.